Spark a conversation, verbal elation, stimulation, education. This is Minaj with the Mary Jane Maven. When we on the air, it's always a lituation. Might talk about some litigation, might talk about some immigration, might talk about some politics, but never talk nonsense. Yes, we on in the slide. Watch and listen, it's a vibe. Watch it while you getting high, or you can listen while you drive. Just don't forget to subscribe. Roll up. Trying to get high. Welcome to Menage with the Mary Jane Maven podcast with your host, the Mary Jane Maven. I am the producer, the hubby, the hubby, the hubby. Follow us on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Show us some love and click that subscribe button now. Don't forget to click the bell so you get notifications and click the like button on the videos. And now, your host. What's up, everybody? Guess who's back? Back again. This is so fitting. That is just so fitting. You guys, how has your summer been thus far? You know, I have been busy, as you know, I always am. But summertime, it's just the heat. You know, something just turn up a little bit. And, you know, it's a good work-life balance. The kids are home. Um, hubby's home. You know, got some kicking it to do. But I have missed you all. Dearly. I hope that you've enjoyed the content and the past episodes that we have been putting out. Um, and I know you guys have been just dying and waiting to hear. You're like, girl, you were talking about some butt tender awards. You were talking about you being a speaker. That was in May. Bitch, this is like almost August. What's going on? I know. I know. Um, you know, I'm like, this. it's about that mystery. You keep them waiting. Just keep them waiting. No, guys, I do have, uh, you know, some updates about my fantastic time that I had in um, Las Vegas. Although two days after we came back, COVID hit, boom, just like a ton of bricks. Um, but it was only one day, and I just was tired of shit and just slept a lot. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. Thank you. Happy to have you. Um, before I go any further, you guys know that my ride or die my daddy, my love, my soulmate, my truth. You know who he is. The hubby, the hubby, the hubby is here. How y'all doing? Yes. And we have another special guest as well. You guys, you know, you, you stands, those OGs. You remember Dita. The, you know. The, yeah. No, the best episode was when it was her birthday and she was drinking that brown. And I was like, oh, we need to keep that she's here hanging out you can't hear me well you can hear me because you're sitting right next to me though right okay that's all right i was gonna say that's how sound works but so guys just just to let you know we've been uh having some fun prior to coming on tonight um taking a couple dabs here and there talking chopping it up um you know just really creating that community that cannabis has the power of doing um but let me go back because i am high and i forgot what i was saying but now i remember so as i was saying um i did go to las vegas for the bud tender awards um shout out to bud tender awards g4 live expo i plan on being a part of it every single year so 
just go ahead and sign me up send me that contract um no it was it was a lot of fun you guys and um very inspiring and actually made me come back and i just felt like unfinished business in a way and i didn't know why but it wasn't really unfinished business it was the universe's way of telling me like this is a different um experience like don't just add this to your resume of speaking or you know say you got to go to vegas for a few days um there's something more that is meant to come out of it so it took me a little bit of you know of of self-searching and just kind of thinking because you know of course i know everything so i have answers right away um but i you know i really wanted to make sure that i what i was feeling was um sufficient and was real and lo and behold it was so you guys were like what what would you feel what um i will tell you this i had a damn good time i met some awesome people and our special guest co-host this evening is probably it's safe to say you know out of everybody that i met you know in that number one spot um we hit it off immediately and um i'll fall right into the quote i mean my segues are just killing it tonight just saying all right so um the quote for tonight's episode is the universe does this thing where it aligns you with people things and situations that match the energy you put out the more you improve yourself and raise your vibration the more you will see things that are beneficial to your well-being. And um, I am, you guys have heard me say this no less than a thousand times. Um, I have chills. And you guys know that's kind of, I get chills. It's, it's, it's a real deal here. Um, I just want to say that I had the pleasure of meeting this, this queen, um, my very first speaking, um panel i actually went to the wrong hotel so i was i was like good lord like come on black girl you about to be late like of course you about to run in late like and you know what they about to say but um i ran in just in time and had a fantastic panel i was on it with some great people um shout out to 40 ton brand um and to tucky um and to i'm drawing a blank right now please when you listen to this don't be like she forgot me um but once again i've been taking dabs and smoking and mike tyson and smoke somebody somebody um no it's another young lady yeah yeah beautiful 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 black woman um but any i digress um at the end of the panel you know they open for audience questions and the power and the conviction um, behind this question and the voice behind this question was, I don't, I, I don't, I can't think of the correct words. I don't think there's a word that would perfectly describe it, but it was awe-inspiring, I'd say. Um, I think everybody in that space, they had their ears perked up because what was said was so pertinent and like I said, so powerful, but the conviction coupled with the the extreme desire that you can feel from you know from this person in wanting to really make a change and wanting to know what her part would be in that and to me that meant a lot because that's why i got into cannabis because i feel said this before i'm 
I'm purpose to leave a footprint of significance in the lives of others in a positive manner. Um, and that was basically what she was asking. How can I do that in the realm of cannabis? And I'm telling you, I think every panelist had a response um, to that question. And collectively, I think it was like a, a mic drop from a, that panel because it was, it was, uh, it was just very um, introspective. And like I said, it was very powerful, but inspiring as well. It made you think like, you know what, this, we, this is going to happen. We can do this. Everything that we're fighting for right now is going to happen. Um, so the panel's over and, you know, the inner Janet Jackson and me, you know, I had to stand there and people just rushed the stage and took pictures. No, I'm kidding. Um, first, what I did is because um, Roz McCarthy, she was actually our moderator and she's somebody that I've looked up to this entire journey of mine in cannabis. And I've my, admired her through social media and from afar. So to when I first sat down, I'm, I'm sure people were like, is she, does she know that she's on the stage, not in the audience? Because I'm sure I was looking at her with like doe eyes. I was just just I was so excited to be there. Um, but, you know, I took my pictures with her and then I allowed for people to come up and say, let's see. Yes. Make um, I, I won't charge for my autograph now, but remember, keep this. On the so wait, totally wait, kidding. wait. <laughs> totally kidding, guys. Um, no. So there was a few people that I spoke with and we exchanged information. And the last person that I spoke with, you know, it was um, this beautiful, like I said, beautiful, powerful, you know, inspirational. And to me, um, I knew that it was the universe that brought her there and allowed me to, you know, be lucky enough to be on that panel and be able to put my, you know, my knowledge and my opinion um, out there. And for her to, I, I'll be safe to say, I think she respected my opinion and, you know, and the information and kind of learned from it as well as everybody else. But, you know, I definitely felt like a, you know, auntie at that point um and then we spoke and we had a party that night which was shout out to cali house um which is mike tyson's old house <laughs> I believe it. Um, my husband asked where the tiger was i was like this isn't the house and i found out about a month after we got back that that definitely was the house um but a crazy party and uh, we ended up hanging out all that night and the rest of the weekend. Um, and the, like I said, just the power that I felt as being one of what I felt was a good representation by people of color um, at this expo. To then go to the closing of, you know, closing ceremonies, which was a very nice, you better dress your best. There's a stand and repeat wall, like pictures, flash and everything award show and not only did i have the pleasure of meeting this this beautiful woman but then i was able to say that's my friend as she took home the top award for the entire bud tender awards um i mean yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't have been as gracious as a, of a runner-up as other people were taking pictures of it. it'd be all over my face in those pictures but um, I truly feel that the universe is working in its divine and just infinite knowledge and um, purpose when it brought me to Las Vegas, when it brought her to our event, 
I'm with you guys can see heavy, heavy, heavy. He's just basically he's like wrap it up. If there was music he could throw on right now, I would be, you know, my Oscar speech would be cut into. I'm getting it. So this is a um, a beautiful Yeah, yeah, yeah. With my favorite song too, by the way, he's gonna he's gonna roast me like that. I love you too. I love you too. You guys get yourself a husband and be married for twenty one years. That's what they do. Anywho, but I am the one. You are, you are the one, babe. You are. Okay. See you now. You're stopping me. So everybody, welcome the winner of the 2022 Medallion OG Bud Tender Award and somebody who was considered much more than an acquaintance now. Um, Charity Vaughn. Remember that name, y'all? Remember that name. Welcome, 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 welcome. Thank you, thank you. Oh my gosh. Gosh, no, it, you got me over here smiling like I'm just the shit, okay? That was such an water. amazing opening. I have never been introduced like that in my whole life. I'm going to absorb that get and take that with it. me for the rest of the week, okay? Get your, get your you know, um, Mariah Carey on. You know, Mariah Carey's like, I am Mimi. Like, this and so, standard. yes. So just be used to it, girl. You're doing big things. So hey, we're going to try to. In case you guys don't know, I mean, obviously, this is my very special guest co-host. Um, and we're going to have a good time tonight. We are going to drop some knowledge, educate. Um, and I'm really going to try hard to not have a two and a half hour episode, being that we've already been talking an hour. Um, but you guys know me. I'm sure you guys are rolling your eyes like, mm hmm all right. So um, first thing that I want to do is I want everybody, you guys know, it's been a while. I know you've been every time you light up, you're like, it just feels so it just doesn't feel right because Mary Jane's not here. But I'm back. <laughs> get your sativa, get your indica, get your hybrid, get your damn like oh. we've been doing, and we will be doing uh, yeah, a couple more times throughout this episode. Get your drink, get whatever you need to get. So we can spark up. And so for our very good spark and salutations, y'all, let's get into it. So tonight, yes, my spark and salutations have been our, well, they are sponsored by first and foremost, our, our, our dabs that we've been taking. Um, it's a local brand, smoke, well, Smokeland, um, red, C-O-G-O-L-E, it's a place. Condoleezza? Congo. <laughs> Congo. Congolese, there we go. Yes, so we uh, read Congolese, fire, okay. And, but right now we're about to light up the, the dispensary that we go to, which is um, connected here in the city of trees. Shout out, shout out. They have a special brand that they package themselves called Cheaply. It is Cheaply, but it's fire. Um, so tonight, this elevation is sponsored by the Zeno Flower. Good. Remember, uh, yes. So that's what we do. What what you got going on, right. sis? Come through Zeno. All right. For me, I have a couple of things going on over here because I'm okay. here to wild out with you tonight, right? I'm here to wild out oh. my sis. So there I have go. some flower in my 
this is my chill, getting chill bong. I won this from the awards. I have Sonoran Roots and I have some Florida Kush, which is a great hybrid. And then I also have a Sonoran Roots. This is a local brand. It's not the okay. package. This is actually from the dispensary, but it's a local grow out here in Arizona. And then the, and um, the bong, what company is the bong? They? Uh-huh. Uh, getting Chill, I think okay. it's California. Okay. They're very, they were, they're they really were there, right? Uh, getting Chill, yes. They were next to the Mary uh, Bud Base. That's what, okay. That's why, that's why I asked, because I was going to say Bud Base, but I was like, let me, let me, before. Yeah. They were very <laughs> interconnected. I thought the same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, so you, you got a little bit, what is that? A, is that a sativa indica that you got in your bong there? It is a hybrid Florida okay. Kush. Um, this is a new one. I haven't tried. So Norm Roots is a local brand that I like. My favorite is Abundant, but this strain of the Florida Kush is something new that I'm trying. And then I okay. have, this is also another prize I won. This is an X-Vape Mini. This is a dab. It's an electrical one. Uh, as a first time dabber, this is life changing. If you're not a girl or a man that dabs or a person that dabs and you need a starter tool, this is definitely a one stop shop deal. Very, very user friendly. Because you don't need a torch. Because it's, it's you don't like, need a torch. Yeah. And so you yeah. ain't trying to figure out how you to, you know, master dabbers just be torching away and I don't be knowing how long am I supposed to torch and what am I, yeah. how long, you know, I don't know the routine. I need a one-on-one -on -one yeah. class. So this is yeah. definitely a great beginner. Right. <laughs> hey, that's, hey, that's an idea. Let's just go ahead. We, we'll talk about that offline, but we may, you know, do a virtual class or something on that. But I'm just saying. Yes, you, yes, you are supposed to refrigerate it, correct. Yes. Um, that's why when you when you buy it from the dispensary, that's why they pull it out of the refrigerator. Uh, and actually, thank you for reminding me because like after 20 minutes after you open it, you're supposed to refrigerate it, and it's definitely been open longer than that. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Um, right. So yes, I, I will share. Yes. So is yours more of a um, batter, butter, like wax? This is actually hash rosin from Abundant okay. Organics. This is a uh, local, I think it's local. So they're, first of all, their flower is top notch. And this is a sample that I had got of their hash rosin that I've been able to now enjoy with my vape. So definitely the taste. I'm a girl with terpenes. I love, I love yeah. tasting the terpenes. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah that's ours. It's more. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it melts. I, I, I got a couple. You didn't take a hit yet? Oh, I got what you're saying. Yeah, diamonds. I mean, if somebody has it, they're like here, but I'm not like, ooh, let's go find some bubble hash. Um, but there is a good hash company out out here in Sacramento. Um, and oh, you tried them at the event. Remember when we met, Chin? Yeah, that he was there. Um, I have to hit him up because I know he followed me on Instagram. Um, but we definitely walked away with some good things. I mean, you definitely walked away with the grand prize. But we, we, I also <laughs> was the recipient of a dab rig while I was in Las Vegas, just walking through. 
enjoying the happy hour, which thank you so much. They provided a open bar for you. Oh, the happy hour. I know that last okay. thing you and I both were double fisting it. Wow, okay. man. We shut it down. They were like, it's over. We were like, she is still pouring drinks. Um, okay. She was hella cool. But, oh, oh. Mary Jane was definitely big sis that night. The whole weekend for me, because it started at the Cali yeah. Mansion when I couldn't yeah. even make it up the stairs. <laughs> you can, I, oh, yes, it's fine. So, oh, yeah. Sidebar, and I'll tell you guys about this, because this was funny. So everybody was upstairs. Like, we were like, that's just upstairs in this house? Like, we didn't know at that point, because there was only the 50 or 60 of us that caught the um, the shuttle from the hotel, you know, that were basically part, of, you know, bought tickets to the events or, you know, speakers or whatever else. But then everybody in Las Vegas were there, like ended up overnight. I was like, oh, there, there's a lot of people here. But as more people got there, there were people upstairs on the, on the stripper pole. There was people upstairs and like, because all we knew was it was Mike Tyson's place. So we just thought maybe it was being rented out. We didn't know that he rents it out and he we, he no longer actually lives there but we were like well shit if they upstairs let's go upstairs to see ourselves <laughs> now you know the goddess that she is you know you gotta you gotta break neck so she had on very very cute very high stilettos however um well, i had on flip-flops or no i had on sandals because i knew i knew better i knew i was like hey any picture on tape will go from knee up but i was comfortable <laughs> We made three, we did three steps. And she was like, no, I can't do this. We don't need to see upstairs. We don't need to see upstairs. And like, I was like, girl, I got you. I completely understand. So we were like, I guess we'll just have to imagine what it's like up there. But we were in every other room in that house, though. Um, very nice house. Great infused spread. All that you could drink. Um, all that you could smoke. There was so much weed going on around there. And Tyson Ranch was nice enough to just put boxes of his terping infused hemp wraps out for everybody. I mean, just which so were good. amazing. They were real, very good. Oh, like, yeah. yes. How come you didn't give me Girl, look, no, you know, they had to convince there, me to get more. No, it was that party. Wait, you want me to give you my <laughs> That was Thursday night. Get there to Friday, Friday, but so it was Thursday. But look, I learned halfway through the night, people were taking boxes. Oh, geez, to take. Because I took one, and then she was like, "Girl, if you don't get a few more and put them in your purse," I was like, "I'm tripping." Okay. Stop being silent. Quiet. Okay. Look, my thing is, I'm manifesting that Mike Tyson goes. You know what? She looks like she'd be a fantastic brand educator or running my shit. And then I will just get him endlessly. So I'm just speaking shit. I'm going to come around. Uh, I'm going to throw some period on there for you, sis. <laughs> I have to give yes. it up. You've been supporting Iron Mike and his cannabis endeavors. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of I hope this Tyson Ranch, you know, comes to fruition because word is it's like it's in trouble right now. Uh, and I was definitely going to be a member or something. I was about to be real bougie and just act like I'm that that bitch and be there as often as possible. Um, but, and actually, speaking of, I have a lot of stuff. That my little baby helped me kind of put all my stuff together. I just wanted to show you, other than the fantastic, obvious connection that I made here, these are just some of the business cards and people that I was able to make connections with. Um, 
the event itself was, like I said, very well represented by people of color and young people of color. And what was so awesome was that many of us already followed each other and were supporting each other through like social media. Um, yeah, there's the ramp right there. It was. We were represented. We, I, I, I'm pleased. But you guys, if you guys sit well, you're watching this, which I'm sure all of you will. I know that you guys listen and watch and then do it again. But this is what, um, if you're lucky enough to have this, you know, in your store, or if you're somebody that just, you know, is cool with your liquor store dude and you like, hey, get these, get these. <laughs> they burn slow. Um, they stay, you lick, you don't have to lick them and make love to them for 45 <laughs> minutes to get them, you know, to close. Wait, what did you say? Are they? No, they're hemp. Yeah, but what's great is that, like I said, they're um, terpene or terp infused. So the wellness aspect of it, you know, look, somebody that got hit in the head, you know, a few I'm times, smart as shit. Um, and, I, and we were able to meet the people from Tyson that represent Tyson and Tyson Ranch. Um, they had a really dope ass actually set up. Um, and some great entrepreneurs. So this is just something else that I'll, be tagging these companies actually so that you guys know that i'm shouting you guys out as you guys see here my eighth brother gear because i was telling you guys about eighth brothers before i went and when i saw their booth i you would have thought that i was seeing michael jackson like i was like fangirled out and the guy <laughs> that was running it i think he was trying to like test me a little bit like okay you right just like, you know, somebody that runs up and says, oh, I love your music. And then you don't know their songs. So he's trying to test me. I was like, please, I got this. We get it from here. This is how much it is. Like, this is THC. So, yeah. He looks to say he, you know, he was. I'm ready like the chairman of the iron bud tender, you know? You're like. <laughs> hey, I got things coming. There, It's coming. It's coming. I've just learned now that I can't do everything at once. Yeah. I used to want to do everything at once, but I digress. See, once again, I got off topic. So I wanted, I'm going to try to stay on our bullet points, guys, but we have some good stuff to talk about. And then I definitely want, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call her because this is her Instagram, her social media name, Black Sunshine. I mean, that is just powerful right there. That sounds like a superhero, like a DC or Marvel or something. Black Sunshine. Putting it out there. Yes. Two, three years. Black Sunshine definitely has a meaning behind it. Um, but yes, thank you so much for that. Yeah, well, yeah, share it while we're talking about it. And, we'll, and then we'll, we'll talk about the content. Well, just, I do wanna, yeah, I do want to segue back a little bit, though, to Mary Jane talking about how we met, because I had actually seen an ad of her on Twitter first of her speaking, and she had the blonde hair, and it was a sister, and I was like saving it, right? That was the first sister I seen on it, or colored, a person of color I seen on the ad in general. And I was like, I got to tune in. And I, I even called her like, girl, I'm gonna be right there to come listen. So this was way before I had even got to the event and saw Mary Jane. So when she talks about Ooh. like divine assignment, I'm with her with that because my whole trip there, just me getting there was definitely an alignment. So I want to throw that out there. And then going and I caught the end of her, of the segment of, and I got to see all of the speakers speak luckily as well. 
but it was something about Mary Jane. It was something about her voice. It was her passion and the way she spoke so fluidly that drew me to her that I was like, I feel like I could learn from her. You know what I'm saying? And I think it was a really great representation and she handled it so well in so many different ways. So I just had to throw that back out there too, to her, okay? <laughs> I that. Thank you so much. I, um, you know, I, I was, I was, my first five minutes up there, I felt like I shouldn't be here because I'm sitting and I'm looking at all these other people that I looked up to and they're making, you know, make, making waves and doing really big things as far as advocacy and, you know, big brands and things like that. And then I was like, wait a minute, because you were up here. Like you, you, you didn't, you didn't sneak your way up here. This is no, uh, like five heartbeats thing. Like we just snuck our way onto the stage. Like this, mm -hmm. I was I deserved there and just immediately that, you know, that, um, old habits, I will say, um, I immediately was like, if you don't shut up and move out the way. And I know exactly at that point, I got asked the question and I was like, look, I'll answer first. Or we were asked the question. I said, I'll answer first because I tend to talk a lot. So I want to make sure everybody else has their time. And of course they cracked everybody up because I tend to do that. And then no, it was, <laughs> it just, at that point, I feel like it just clicked. Um, you know, it was a journey for me as well, because everybody knows Sadra, we need that. Everybody knows. Got it. Thank you. Thank you. Hubby. Um, that I didn't travel without hubby and that he's always there with me and that this event he couldn't come to. So it was a little hard for me because it was my first one first time in Vegas by myself, but then also something that I felt like, Oh my gosh, like, this is, this is big. Like this is the, the catalyst to other things, but supportive the whole time. He, he called several times. Um, and then actually thanks to the second panelist and to, I believe it's Santa Rosa 365. I, I want to say that's right, but, um, they actually live stream. And so he was able to log on and watch it just like he was there. So it was, um, it was a, it was a experience for me something for me to learn like girl you are only 23 but you can travel by yourself no um just you know being a mom and being a wife and not feeling guilty i think about doing something without um and to her credit she has traveled by herself before she went all the way to chicago for like five days in the true. freezing cold by herself because yeah. i don't go to snow so wait do we have do we have <laughs> he said i don't do snow <laughs> Mm, I wasn't pregnant. So I was pregnant. Chicken and chicken. So maybe it was the year before. Well, anywho, I know I missed him like crazy. And I was like, babe, we can afford it. Just get on the flight and just get out here. And he was like, babe, you told me it was seven below zero when you got off that plane. I will see you when you get back. He's like, it is 67 here. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that was a long time ago. Vegas is different. We do Vegas. We do it together. But anyways. Nobody so wants to see Vegas alone. Like, it's not the place for that. Well, you know. She Ms. went Vita's to Vegas recipe. for a whole bachelorette party without me. Oh, well, you were there. there with the bachelorette, right? they, We went together. We took 30 people on our, bachelor, our bachelor and bachelorette I'm, party. I wasn't, I wasn't referring to our bachelor bachelorette party, though. Oh, Serene's? You guys were there. I wasn't talking about Serene's. Captain's hat. What? Captain's hat. 
Oh, 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 yes. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Pool parties and everything without your husband. Yeah. I'm at <laughs> He remembered that one, girl. He threw, <laughs> he threw that one out from the treasure box, huh? <laughs> now, and the reason why is because somebody went to the Dre's pool party and somebody only had like a granola bar. And then somebody went out to the club with everybody that night, and then somebody ended up in the shower, like, like only he knows how to take care of me. Let's just say I was fucked up, was and all I do, all I needed was for somebody to go buy me a Swisher so I could smoke. They were trying to take me to the ER. They were, and I was like, just call him, just call him, and like I was like, just leave me in the shower, just leave me in the shower. But wait, he was driving out there. So unfortunately, he was hearing this as he was on his way driving. He's like, look, I'll be there. So I mean, hey, you know, hey, that's a rider for your ass. You said, well, we stayed that night. We did a night in Vegas and then we left no back. But anywho, are you complaining? On off topic again. <laughs> but I was saying, my girl over here came to the rescue. We had a fantastic time when she got in town on Friday. Um, went and watched the '80s hair band. Had the best time. Um, I accidentally won. Um, a oh couple my god! Months. Just listen. Shout yeah. out to <laughs> to Vegas. Shout out to that D4. That's you know it. anybody who won that convention was the real deal. You know what I mean? Like, I love the fact that that was real. Yeah. You know, but you know, what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, it was no yeah, joke. But then true. just the whole vibe of everything we had going on, we had crazy energy going on. Yeah. And it was hella listened. people I in Vegas that, that we can know. I walked away from a million dollars. <laughs> Legit. Because she was scared. That. She was like, before the, the security comes we, out. We so, what happened, guys? Yeah. We chose over a million dollars. I was. <laughs> laughing spilled my drink and as i spilled it on there i started wiping just instinctively wiping the you know the um slot machine down well it's you know a t- 2022 slot machine so it's i'm hitting spin and i'm betting higher and every time i did it i won i won i won she's like cash out cash out they go think that we're doing something i was like no, like listen, what when it was getting service right before we it sat there that still don't mean nothing but if, if we were doing something, he was in on it. Hitting, so we would have been, you know. It wasn't her fault. She didn't need to, but nah. I gotta get out Telling of you some old lady that was watching us and walked up, put in, night, put in $20 in one. <laughs> you owe me, my, you owe me a million dollars. No, so um, next night was Snoop, and we'll talk about that in one moment. Um, but this is going to lead into it. I kind of want to talk about really quickly my content creator of the week or of the month you know i like to give a shout out to other content creators you know now that i am one myself um and there's some people out there doing some just really good entertaining shit and some shit that is um an interesting look at human behavior and so this goes to the channel is um that just happened and the host is um he goes by juju but his name is is obviously julian and um he goes out and about mainly in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, and he goes into like their club areas and he asks questions and it's just amazing. I remember being in college, but I was like, that is, what, is this what we were doing? Um, but it's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's very interesting. 
Um, I know that he has the most bad, I mean, um, memory in his phone because he gets everybody's phone number. Everybody says yes to him. Sure, yeah. Um, some girls are just ready to go home with them right there, like right then, right there. Um, but I will say that I would like to travel to Scottsdale to just go out because it does look kind of cracking there and a couple of the clubs there. And I do want to travel to Lake Havasu on one of the big holiday weekends because that shit looks cracking. So if you do see me in Arizona, it will be because of the, one of those two things. <laughs> the- Man, there's so much. Never mind. Oh, Man, he God. showed me a video. I was like, why oh, haven't we know, been I there? I'm definitely going to have to check it out. It's like, why? It's like, well, okay, middle aged, wealthy, we have jobs, freaknik. Like, <laughs> seriously. Like, seriously. Um, yeah, someone posted uh, TV. Yeah, asking Tuesday. Oh, somebody else. Yeah, somebody was telling me about that. Yeah. Well, this was cracking. I mean, everybody has a boat. The water looks beautiful. So when we say we're going, I don't want to hear you be like, what? We'll be right there. But anyway, so um, shout out to him. I would love to collab with him. I would love to give him an idea for his videos because the shit is funny. If you guys have not seen it, um, if you guys are fans of like the minorities, his his content is like the minorities. They, they went at it like they. There was no question about it. Shout out to, you know, City of Trees, content creators. Um, but good. I mean, it's just entertaining. And it's like I said, it's funny to see how people re- people's reaction um, and then people just drunk as shit. Like, that's always fun. So <laughs> shout out to him. If you guys love, you know, good content, hit him up. That just happened is the name of the channel. Um, so because I want to keep things going as quickly as possible, um, we're going to jump to our music and Mary Jane. This is the shit you guys already know. Music and smoking, it just goes together. So it could be what's your favorite song that you just have to whenever you smoke or like whenever you hear it, you're like, roll up. Um, or like for me, I have new song every week or every couple of weeks. So um, as always, I like to ask my guest co-host, what is your slap of the week? When is your, your, your music and Mary Jane moment? Um, I'm going to have to be the typical person right now and be on the B-Queen train and go with Break My Soul (laughs) with Beyonce because she released it the day after I had put, was it the day after I put my two weeks in or like the day I was about to quit or something? It was such an alignment and all those words, the way she started off. And I was like, girl, thank, thank you for letting me know. This is what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> everybody, everybody knows that listens. I am not, uh, I've, I've, I've been like, look, come after me, you know, beehive, you know, but I've never downplayed her talent and what she's been able to do. Um, we're not, we're not going to talk about back in the day talent. I'm talking about that, but what she's doing now. Um, but I heard this song first. I immediately identified that it was a sample of a good dance song from the 90s, Robin. Um, yes, show me love. Yes. I immediately, I was like, okay. okay so, yes. yes. I knew it was something, that beginning, that Vogue, like it was uh-huh. giving me that uh-huh. 80s with the spandex on and shit. Yeah. Yes. 
got to show me love. Yes, yes, yes. No. Um, I was only a baby when it came out. So I remember. Um, no, it's one of the. It's yeah. I'd say it's a um a good foundation for a lot of songs now. Actually, Cascade a lot of his songs that are that he has female singers on. It's very has the black. Yeah, that sound. Yeah, um, but I love EDM, so that's a whole other episode. Um, you said what? Show me love, love and Yeah. So when I heard it, I was like, damn it, Beyonce. God damn it. And then and I heard then the message and I was like, yes. Then layer it with Yeah, yeah. And then then to see her album cover, and I was like, okay, girl, you make me want to she's like on a horse or something. I was like, I need to be girl. She rolled yeah. in on her silver horse. Yes. Come through, Beyonce. And I love it though, because I love EDM. So Drake and her son kind of set the mood for what the next trend and I think music's gonna be, which is gonna be very house edm you know yes because his song what motivation and um break my soul i'm sure that's been played at pool parties endlessly in vegas this summer uh i know it'd be on my dj that'd be the perfect that should be on repeat um but yes it's, it's a lot of power behind it and i actually saw on tiktok i actually saw a post of hers the other day when she was basically saying that um you're already purpose. Like if you don't think that your hand was being held, then I'm not standing right. And if I look it up, then we're gonna get off topic. But I'm sure you guys can find it. All you gonna do is Beyonce, you know, drops the mic. Like it's just genius what she says. And it's so in line with my mentality and how I'm choosing to live right now. And I think you know, she's a musical genius after pandemic. And I think a lot of people going, you know what? I'm taking control of my life. I'm gonna do what I wanna do. That is because Beyonce ain't got to worry about it. Beyonce don't pay but no PG and E, no water bill. Be a, look. Pre-pandemic, she said to put respect on that stuff. Any inequity, remember? Well, yeah, I mean. So she didn't just get on her like. Well, no, her and Jay She also said bills, 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 and a whole bunch of other shit that doesn't make sense. So. <laughs> See, and I just said it. She don't pay her own bills. Beyonce wasn't paid her bills back then. She was asking somebody else to. Uh, no. I think her and Jay-Z are being responsible billionaires um, and they're being a good example for what it is to be a black, you know, wealthy person in America by them, you know, doing things, investing one in art and like letting black people know, like, it's good to have some art. Like, do you know who Basquiat is? We'll figure it out. Google somebody. But then also using her platform and not being afraid of the backlash that she could get from Hollywood by, you know, doing like the Super Bowl. She basically was like, I don't give a fuck what y'all say. I'm about to show y'all what it is to be black at the biggest sporting event and the most watched, you know, television event of the year. You know, well, he basically upset. I'm sure obviously y'all were mad. But she did it and she didn't falter. She didn't lose any, she didn't lose a step. She made y'all put more money in her pocket. She went and did Coachella. Like I'm just not mad at what she she's doing it responsibly. She's not being uh, selfish about the blessing she had, and I will give that to her. Um, and I hate I, I, I will be the first to admit, I'm definitely gonna listen to the album, which I've never listened to a Beyonce album when it, when it came out, <laughs> not one time, not one time. In my, life. Um, <laughs> my favorite song by her is you know, her, her and Jay Z. Um, uh, that's my shit. What I love it. <laughs> 
she said her and Jay Z. She's like, I hate to admit. She's like, well, you're about to. That's hilarious. This, this album I'm looking forward to. So I'm not gonna go broke or not be able to pay my rent to go to a concert like everybody else though. Like, I'll wait till somebody records it and comes out on YouTube. But um, so my slap of the week, it's kind of hard. It's really, it's a toss up. At first, I was going to say, um, Churchill Downs, Jack Harlow, Drake. Jack Harlow should have just been like, Drake have it, because Drake I mean, if you feel some type of way at the end of the song, he was definitely talking. He does not mince words, and I love it. Um, but I came across, and you know, those of you who be like, oh, she so grew up in the suburbs. Yes, I did. So I may not be saying this correctly, but Waukesha, but with the with the remix with Lil Wayne, that shit goes. <laughs> so money back, yo. Sure. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I didn't even check out Drake's album. I'm gonna have to go listen to them songs. Well, that's the See what you oh. what you slapping on, Mary Jane. You. I'm still listening. I still put on um him him and Future's album because that is Future's best work ever yeah, to me. Yeah, I agree. I was, listening, I was listening to Jersey's um, going to the car wash today. I'm sure the dude was like, will you please turn it down? You know how you're supposed to turn it down when you go to vacuum? No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the new album, it's not in my top. It's not my, you know, but I see that what he was doing. Um, I mean, Drake is that man where he can make some shit that is just strictly based on his, like what he feels artistically, put it out and then just not, not you know, Mm -hmm. Like he ain't, he ain't not um, so, but it's definitely a um, cleaning the house. Let me go ahead and throw this on, you know, so you won't feel bad if like you get you know deep into cleaning your toilet and like you miss a track and you won't feel that bad. So the name of the song is Waukesha. That's what I said. Yeah, the name of the song I thought that was the artist, and you realize yeah, that you're bumping the Shanti, right? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, she said. Waukesha. You said what, baby? I, I I like to avoid that part of the song. Okay. It is, it's a not Shanti a Shanti song. song. Okay. Shanti's on the remix. It's great. I mean, like, there you go. I mean, the Shanti's uh, song. debatable. Um, We're not saying we hate a Shanti. Baby, 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 baby. Are you speaking baby. French? Because I'm saying I hate a Shanti. Oh, damn. <laughs> respectfully, <laughs> respectfully, respectfully. <laughs> Okay. He said, are you speaking for yourself? Because that's not what I said. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, okay, let me listen to that now. I mean, because the album. But, you know, I'm also, you know, I didn't pop a Tesla, but I do want to hear some Afrobeat. So, mm. Burner Boy, it's plenty. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. Do I really? Um, no, I'll add one more. Toby Ingo, I cannot say his last name, but this dude is ridiculous. Um, and he says Toby. it in a song. He's, um, yeah, he said the song Fire. He always raps with his uh, baby mama. Toby is setting a whole new trend. Toby Nigwe. Ni 
Nigwe, Nigwe, isn't it? Toby Nigwe. My bad. You got there it. You, you go. got it. You got Boom. it. There you go. Right there. See, God. If you guys don't know, please just go on a YouTube little trip and start off with the song with him and Paul Wall. Give Paul Wall all his flowers because he came oh. so fucking hard in that song. Um, and some ugly, easy slides, but it's called Juice. Yes, I mean, that first time we listened to it, we legit just kept whining. Like, did you hear what he said? Did you hear? That's a good song, okay? When you have to go, back did you to listen life. to Tonda? Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah, I mean, this new album actually saw um, Broke, Broke No More, Never Broke Again. That's the newest one, the one we watched the other day. I'll look it up. Oh, Broke but, No More, I think, with Chameleon Air and 2 Chains, girl. That's what I said. Um, <laughs> that was fire. I mean, when I, first of all, I'm a 2 Chains. We are look. And 2 Chains can do no wrong. Um, neighbors Know My Name was actually going to be my slap, but that is the continuous one. That, so let, just, just know that's a slap for the year. I just hope you please come out with the remix because it is too short of a song, but it's fire. Yeah, this song, I mean, his, like, I just love them. I want him to just keep having kids because his wife just spits them out and then she goes right back. She just snaps right back. Um, Yo, they are a grill, a teal one, like, or Tiffany blue one. He makes me want one so bad. Um, and he makes me want to start wearing nothing but pastel colors. Like, I wear pastel colors. Yes, and no. the, it's that's their line. That's his clothing line, and his wife sketches that shit out. Like that's even more dope on dope. Oh, like talk about soulmates, and I'm like just, that they're just meant to be. Did you see when he proposed to her? Did you ever see that video? I did. Oh, I was ball balling. Like I look, I mean, look, crying like I had lost somebody, like crying so hard. But that, that love is beautiful. And that is the great example of black love, y'all. Like, you always want to be like goals to somebody ratchet. Um, freaking, uh, <laughs> what's the name? What's the, the one that put the, met her today? She talked to me like she knew me. Uzi, Uzi Vert. Oh, yeah. And JT. That is not goals, I okay? Oh, like look, if Diddy don't stop trying to relive his youth with that girl, she says flewed out and did it she's very cute but she says flewed out and diddy had niggas running across the bridge for some cheesecake a good 20 years ago that means you need to stop stop it diddy stop it but i will say his bet tribute show was good uh, little kim please stop whoever her plastic surgeon is Please stop doing it. Holy fucking shit. Like, don't do bitches <laughs> like that because I just can't take it. My brain gets stressed out when I see Oh, yeah. I forgot Chameleon Air was on here, too. And, you know, can we, can we talk about the culture of... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just wanted to give the people a taste. We Oh, 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 oh. I've been broke.
brought like the USA government. Put my pipe in my wife, right after the covenant. Pistol right by my side, contemplate dumping it. Only if a demon child scheming, no judgment. Oh, yeah. Big drip, bomber, don't trip. My slip down hydroplane. Oh, yeah. Old squad ball so hard on God, my biro game. Oh, yeah. I love buddy, make it out the money, still got his family intact. Oh, yeah. Trouble us might get your whole job buttoned up. Bye. Your fire. Wait. <laughs> what did Dylon say? Spit hot fire. Like <laughs> that. I mean, and y'all just yeah. don't. He choreographers, or he's a oh. choreographer of his dancers, and those is all his family, cousins. Like, he on some real shit, real shit. And I love Toby. We have been to a Nigerian party. They legit do that. Don't, I want, don't want you guys watching and being like, oh, they're flossing. No. <laughs> That's what the fuck they do. The events they do are whole productions. Yes. Like, Shout out to Baba G Day. Right? My little bro. I want your wedding to be just like that. And I better be in it. I want to be just like that. I want a full dance routine. I want two chains there. I want chameleon there. there. Um and Don Vito. Um Remember when we went to the barbecue? At his brother's house, and yes, remember you parked and the cop came, and you were like, "I didn't know I couldn't park here." Yes, there, that way. People say weed smokers don't remember stuff. I remember. So, oh, so your two songs you gave him, right? Yeah. Okay. Boom, babe. Yours is the baby. Okay. So. I love the baby, okay? Like that look, baby kid it. Um, and he, him and Danny Lee's baby, or Danny Lee, excuse oh. me if I'm not saying it right, baby is so freaking cute. And that baby just be like, lady, leave me alone. She be wanting to watch whatever she watching on TV. And Danny Lee be trying to kiss her. It's so cute. That baby is fucking adorable. Can I actually um, give a correction for my song real quick? Well, keep going. Oh, um, I'm going to show you the this song? Okay. No, this is the song right now. I, first of all. Oh, where's that? Yes, he's my husband. And I did not know that he even knew the song until I heard it the other day in the car. I was like, what is this? Um, and then now I see it's a TikTok sample. And people are making my like, Great. So he will play that. I got to find the name of it. Yeah, he will play it um, momentarily. But while he does that, we are going to get into a little bit of shout out for, um, you know, our, our, our culture, the cannabis culture. Um, and now this is something I saw on Twitter. OK, so if it's cap, blame <laughs> Twitter and marijuana moment, because this is where I'm getting it from. <laughs> but. Um, are you pushing it? Did you tell me to wait? Oh, what you said that. Um, my bad. So marijuana, according to Marijuana Moment, the Senate has a bill to federally legalize marijuana and promote social equity. And so that was allegedly filed by um, Schumer, Booker, and Wyden. If you guys know who that is, old, old, and older right now. Um, so what this article says, and if you guys want to check it out, get on Twitter or head on over to marijuana moment.net and it's under politics. 
but it says a much anticipated U.S. Senate bill to federally legalize marijuana and promote social equity has finally been introduced. So part of me is like, there we go. The other side of me, the, the side that knows better and knows our country is like, what are y'all trying to distract us from? So kind of a double-edged sword because they pull in, you know, we, you know, I don't know if y'all know, but our president is the, they about to replace him with the, with the round, with the deep, the, the robot. Cause this, he look, didn't nobody didn't know that he was this old. Like he is having some problems, but we're not going to turn this into that. So, but, um, <laughs> so what do you, um, what do you think about this as somebody who working in the industry and, you know, you have a passion for allowing this to, you know, this plant to by all means as it should be, be legal and allow people to medicate with it and, you know, increase their wellness. Um, as well as the benefits that I can provide to, you know, black and brown people. Um, what, do, what do you say about this? About it being federally? Yeah, what do you think? I mean, hopefully, like, so what do you, I mean, like I said, I, I'm excited, but the other half of me is leery because I feel like, why now? Um, but just, you know, what's your because overall? Because they're broke. That's how I feel. They're well, broke. Part. Right? They're so look money. how yeah. much they are taxing Taxes yeah. are ridiculous on how much cannabis. are your um how much are yours like a, uh, a recreational people? I think it's twenty five point eight percent that's well, yeah. on the federal level and then you have the city right and the state yeah. and those little small underlining ones in there so I right here I gotta see right here so let's go right over that so let's talk about <laughs> these taxes guys. So the original price of my order was $48.40. Um, there, wait, did I not turn there? Oh, no, yes, I did. So there is the tax, which was $5. Then the excise tax, um, and then the city tax. And, you know, I mean, hey, maybe $12 isn't much to anybody else. But right now, that's, you know, a couple of tanks of gas. That is feeding my 14-year-old at least one meal, maybe half a one. Um, that's me getting a fill, you know, when I'm supposed to get it right away, you know, if they're being nice. Two but, gallons of gas, not tanks. What yeah. is it that you purchased, though? Let us, what is that? What, what were you taxed so, on? Um, wax or crumbles and two eights. Now, mind you, we went during a good time and we are a uh, low, low, great brands, okay? Great product, great for your pocket. Um, and then the other one that I showed you, the Zeno. Are you um, MMJ? Um, or recreational? Yes, of course I am. No, I go in recreationally. Um, being in the industry, it's very smart to make to have your medical because you never know when they might flip and do some shit but i don't really know where to they where to even go because back in the day you said there was there was doctors offices everywhere um but i could be because as everybody knows multiple sclerosis lives with me so all i really have to do is get you know a doctor a note from my neurologist and whatnot but um i don't know too many people that go medical like honestly, if they're in the dispensary storefronts here, they're just. I mean, it's only so you could get more than an ounce, right? 
Um, you can't even get more than that uh, in any of the any of the storefronts, depending if you're. You guys are taxed differently as medical and recreational patients. Yes. Once they went legal, I was like, "Why am I going to let them track me by another means?" So we stopped doing medical a long time. Especially ago. in delivery, like they probably pay maybe fifteen percent less. And also, I just told her like, which is great. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's why the dispensaries were were hands off during the pandemic. They were still open, you know, because that was, you know, and and I know that I don't know if it was a lot in other states, but I definitely know here in California they were like hand, you know, Newsom was like hands off, um, which was great because it allowed people to get the wellness that they you know needed by their own fruition, by their own decision, you know. But I'm um, not one to tell you what qualifies. Oh, we both qualify. We both qualify. I just don't want to be tracked any more than I have to be, literally. Like we had one when they were that was the way to get them, you know. Um, and we had a doctor who, to this day, I swear he looked like um, Doc Brown from Back to the Future, um, and was quirky as the hell, but he made a lot of sense. And um, but that's when I learned that I was like, basically, you guys are giving everybody more because these kids came in and basically was like. My eyelash, my third one on the left eye hurts when I blink. And they were like, here's a card. That's why I was like, oh, okay. I actually still have my license in the glove compartment. It expired like 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I will say this. (laughs) The seshes, the farmer's markets, I'm sorry, that we used to have, which we don't have in abundance anymore here in the city of dreams. Some of them would say you had to have your medical. Basically, you could have flashed them a post-it note. Um, And they were like, you're good. Um, but it was more of the act, I think, if like cops were around or some shit like that, but didn't work because we don't really have any money, you know. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it's, it's, they, like I said, it, I need to see what the intention behind it is other than let's start making money, you know, where we could have been making money for decades if we didn't master plan, you know, the demise of black and brown people by demonizing and, you know, making it a legal drug when we know it's but they true. made money that way through the prison through the oh, private yeah. prison right so um, for me it's just you know at the end of the day i personally feel that's just what it is the states are independently now are catching on like what within COVID, how many states came recreational or even just medical you know at a time so for me, it's always like, of course, they're going to catch on because they they want their hands in that. Mm-hmm. But I think what took so long is because obviously now it is the backlash of, well, what are you going to do to our people, right? Our sons and cousins and brothers and fathers that were taken away and what's in our communities were damaged, right? Because you took the man away from the home and all kind of stuff that came yeah. with that. It's so deep than people realize it wasn't just, you know, now this man has a criminal record. No, families were ruined, which ultimately communities were now ruined. And that is what I think they don't want to have to face. And what's probably obviously is going to take long too. You know, we're eradicating each other. 
but no, I mean, and right now, yes, we, we are definitely helping what they, you know, their, their narrative, but that is exactly the plan. That plan was, it was to systematically just break down, um, I think really black men, because you know, that they're very intimidating, you know, clearly to everybody else, but just a process of power and, and that control. And if you really start looking, and this is the problem, and, and not the problem, but this is why everything is like an aha moment or why it's happening so quickly, is because everybody has access to the truth. And nobody's just believing <clears throat> Christopher Columbus found America bullshit anymore. Everybody's like, no, the fuck he didn't. You know, because now just, you know, instead of that one encyclopedia that your parents used to get from the grocery store, and nobody was going to the library, now you can just go ahead and Google shit. And now there's content creators and there's people that are telling the truth. Um, and more people are aware. So as people become more aware, you know, what they've done in history, it's they target one man, you know, which what we know. And once again, we don't have to get like that serious, but we know that when that one man has had a voice and was unifying, you know, our people, what they did. Now you can't get rid of yes, millions yes, of people. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and all allies. Yeah. Um, oh, like Hydra, like um, what you call it? Oh, I thought you were talking about. Do you know what I'm talking about? TV show. Oh, TV show. Oh, TV. Shield. No. Shield. Was it Shield? Yeah. So I claim not to be like a you know, comic book DC blah 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 blah, but there's a couple shows and I'm like that shit. Um, but anywho, um, I digress. So. Yeah, no, I think it's very important that we're aware of these things happening um, and making sure that we stay vigilant in what we want the perfect world to look like or what we want out of cannabis being a new industry. That's actually going to put our country, I think it's just even even more success. It's just like I keep saying, it's another part of our country's development. You know, we have farming, then we got into manufacturing, then it was technology. Now it's cannabis. Um, so I have a question for you. So. <clears throat> yes. Do you, for me personally, right, being in the industry, do you see that you feel all of the systematic oppression that has been done upon brown and black people, right, indigenous natives? It's surfaced oh, yeah. strongly in the cannabis industry. Like it's yeah. just everything in one bubble, right? Yeah. Versus, platform now. Right, versus everywhere else is, I don't know, for me, it's different. Like you can go to one place and you have your male dominance, right? Or you have your white male this, or the, I felt like that, that spread it in the yeah. cannabis industry. All It's all, all in one just just there right there in your face on yeah, because different it's it's uh, what i hate is i don't want it to become corporatized and um you know become just another you know a, you know there was the gold rush i don't want this to be the green rush in the history of you know the development of the country and I, my husband can attest when i first realized what i wanted to do in starting my own brand that was my motivation because i would go to networking events or other events and be one of a few women, but damn for sure the only black woman. And like I said, I'm either really nosy or observant, but I would just see 
that these people were like getting out of Maseratis, but they had like cargo shorts and, and you know, um, and Crocs on. Oh no, I would hear them, uh, some of them, yeah, they'd be like from Sonoma or somewhere else. But what it was is I would hear them say, well, we just got a bunch of money together or, you know, they had the ability to max out a credit card or they had the grandma who, you know, they were like, grandma, save half of that money from our wedding, give me the rest. We unfortunately don't have that in the abundance that, you know, certain people do. But what we do have is the numbers and we have to collaborate. We have to really start identifying what we can do for each other. Um, you know, there may be a great cultivator. I'm the creative one. You don't care about that. Like you just care about the plant. Well, you have something that can really make people much what like maybe I smoke it and I go, you know what? My MS symptoms are greatly improved. We gotta get this out to other people that have it so to improve their wellness. But if you don't have somebody to solicit that and to support that mindset, that person's just gonna be a home grower and not be able to, I think, really true, truly live what their purpose is. Um, so there's a lot of power behind. The farm spark. Yeah, farm spark, exactly. Um, so it, it's interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see if we do move into, you know, federal uh, legality. Um, I, think, um, I think it's gonna be where, like they're doing everything else. They're just gonna push it back on the states and they're gonna be like a hands-off type thing. Like we're not saying, which they've kind of been doing for years, but, you know, I think that hot potato, we're going to give it back to you. You guys can cook. Um, and that's just a way for them to bitch out. You know, but once again, we don't have to get into a political conversation because that'd be just totally <laughs> power. I don't think the feds want none of this smoke. I mean, it's weed. Half of them thought they smoke. Want this smoke yet. I mean, but, but it's still a way it's still being used as a way to right. be able to hold people back so yes. you can apply for firearms if you say you smoke marijuana yeah. right. um it's still a federal charge so even though the states don't want to enforce it if you go across for lines to go to an airport now they're enforcing it so they're still using it as a way to uh but it's not a person it's still a group of people because it's only that certain group of people that fall for it yeah the money seen as the main issue, but like you said, babe, there's those underlying, you know, issues. And that's why organization like I'll shout them out again, 40 tons brand, that's you know, that that is their purpose. I mean, so many of them and the people that they work with have, you know, um past um if, if the feds, crimes, you know, related to cannabis and if the feds wanted money though, they would have legalized it already. Right. They don't want the money. They don't want the money at all. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. I don't think they, I think they do want the money, but they can't because of the attachment of the criminalization that they have to it, right? But they don't have to because it wasn't always illegal. So they could always go back and say it's no longer, I mean, it's already been decriminalized to the point to where no state's going to charge anybody for it. So it, Barack Obama said he was going to legalize it. Biden said that he was going to look into it. So they could have been done, made it not a, 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 was it level one or yeah. schedule, one. schedule, schedule one that's, that's a good drug because instead of but instead of getting people on weed they're getting people on rico they're getting like six seven niggas that just kick it together and one like the but, but then still giving them a weed charge with but it that's what i'm saying as well but they're they're they're, they're you know they're who size these part of his charges he had a whole big big old bag of weed on them yeah they're doing i mean there is a smoke screen they're saying they're getting them this and then they talk about how violent they are 
But yes, then they want the bigger fish, allegedly. But the whole time, they're the biggest criminals because they're the ones doing behind the scene deals with, you know, freaking Norco's and I mean, right. I mean. it could be because how much money they're making on their pharmaceutical opioids, right? Because that insurance money is a whole nother money game right there itself. <laughs> How, how are you gonna get mad at me? How, how are you gonna get mad at me for smoking weed when your son out here smoking crack? I mean, respect. And you snorting coke, and you know when you guys go to the no, no, oh man, I mean, on camera. If that is a deep fake, then that somebody's out for him. And like arguing over how much it weighs. It feel like you yeah. got too much money to even argue how much the crack weighs. Like he's a dumb cracker, like doing dumb, uh, doing crackhead shit, like crackhead crack Yeah, for real. That's probably why Biden, you know, going to know shake his hand that ain't there and stuff. He's like losing it, like he ain't yeah. never had to deal with a crackhead before. We know what a crackhead looks like. And didn't his brother marry his? Which brother married his? He. His he widow, his brother's widow. He married his brother's widow. I thought there's only two by himself. Yeah. So yeah, Hunter Hunter's the one that's the cracker this year. And he yeah, did so marry. I don't think they're together. Married. Now that's some shit. Now come ain't on, that now. like in the Bible? That's some shit. Like if your man died, his brother supposed during the grieving of, process. It's a lot of religions. It's not just the Bible. A lot of cultures that. Oh, though, that's not why he did it. That was some weird shit. Why he did it, like it the crack. Yeah, it, the crack. No, it wasn't a religious like thing. It was nah. He was high as shit. He was like, oh, I married who? Oh, he, yeah. It was some good shit. Uh, okay, so we're gonna jump ahead. Oh, babe, play you find your song. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Sorry, guys. You guys gotta hear this. This he's blessing, blessing your ears. This dude's gonna be like, I got another place. That classical. It should be in the record books. You for... always like that ghetto southern no. shit. No, do you know what else he sings? <laughs> Throw that ass in the circle. Circle, that's my shit. Throw that ass in the circle. Listen, that's it. Hey. 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 <laughs> hey. He kind of reminds me of a Mr. Ghetto. I feel like he has the same person. We all have a little ratchet in us. It's okay. I mean, it's the best thing. Come on now. It's in us. You know, it's deep in us. I feel like way back, our ancestors were just just to the drum stuff. They was getting up there and like, you know. Exactly. It's ancient culture. We we make it they make it sound like it's bad, right? But it's been in us. Right? We populated the the human race off of throwing that ass in the circle, you know. So there you go, sis. T-shirt. That's the bars right there. That's the bars. That's the bars. Uh, no, my baby sings the song. This is a song. Our eleven-year-old. When it comes on the car, he be. But he, yeah, they act like they um, edit themselves. But we'd be like, boy, we heard you say ass. I didn't. Yes, you did. 
just go ahead and say I'm just singing the song. Like, but and then on the other hand, our 14 year old is listening to um John Denver and Dean Martin. Hey, we was just downstairs talking about Captain Klein. I was telling about the oh. Grand Old Opry. Don't mess with us. I was listening to um, Crazy. That's that. <laughs> Yeah. Where's the video of this? I mean, this would be the, the new tip drill. If I was a stripper, this would definitely be on my face. Good thing we're not really monetized, because this would be so demonetized. Uh, but I don't care for good music. That's all good music. Shout out to what's his name? Lil Ronnie. I mean Lil Ronnie Lil Mother. Ronnie Mother. Mother. Hey. Why you take it so that the whole family called him his whole life, Lil Ronnie? And then somebody was like, motherfucker, one day he was like, that's it. That's <laughs> it. Boom. Right there. You know what? I can't even hate because that's still better than a lot of the fucking rapper names out now and shit. Like. They they just take sounds and throw them together. And I admit, thank you guys for making me feel old by saying that shit. Goddamn. I mean, we ain't rappers. Like, and even if they're one hit wonders, Snow, Domino, Coolio. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Just one second on Domino and Coolio. Like you be hating on Coolio. Coolio was not a one hit wonder. Garb. Coolio was not a one hit wonder. Wasn't a one hit wonder. He wasn't. It's so funny that he's in my daughter's playlist, so I give it up to good old Coolio. Every time I just like my husband will turn up. Like that one movie. I don't like Dangerous Minds, but I didn't like the other song, the uh, Fantastic Voyage. I hated that shit. Oh my god! I hate. Oh my god! You want the one hit wonder? It was like weird out to me. I hated that. Whoa! Whoa! You know. So um, disrespectful. I'm not, I'm never mad at Black Too bad he didn't keep his money, though. Well, let's talk about... I wasn't going to bring this up because it was old, but this is good. We have to talk about it. Let's talk about somebody coming up, making their money, and continuing to make money. Ray J. I know this is old, guys, <laughs> but I was not here to talk about the greatest verses of this year. I'm not going to say ever, but I have been walking around just randomly going, my baby's born, my baby, and singing it to my 14 and 11 year old, and they look at me born. like, yeah, I know, I'm actually, I'm doing it a little bit too good. Um, and then, won't y'all let me get off my song? I'm trying to sing One Wish, the Princess. Are y'all just that? I mean, <clears throat> but Ray J's a genius. Because Ray J did not need to do that. Ray J did not need to go up there looking like Fred Sanford, doing whatever dance he was doing. I'm just, but he has money. Like Ray J is smart. He's gone from. And he's smart, and he knows what verses. That's what I'm saying. Yes. It was comical. He took it there. Now, Omarion and Mario, though, I thought it was about to go to blows. Like, first of all, Mario exposed all of Omarion. All of them. Um, was like, we know you can't sing. We know that was little Stevie well singing for you, which was, if you guys don't know, the lead singer of the old group Troop. Um, you guys don't know. Spread my wings and fly away. Yeah. So um, look them up. Troop, they are fire. So <laughs> allegedly, um, 
he's saying nobody's gonna finally get Billy that well because Amarion just could not sing. I mean, he he shouldn't be in the verses. Like, I mean, and it's, it makes me because I love touch, but now listening to it, I realize that he's just going, oh baby, by the way, oh, which is not singing, which is not singing, but. Icebox, Icebox is still fire, though. <laughs> still fire. Um, shout out to Ain- that chick, Angel, who was also a content creator, comedian. She says the Icebox wasn't in his heart. It was in his throat that night, which I was like, that, that was good. But um, so I guess it was widely known that Omarion did not sing the first couple of albums that Lil Stevie was singing. Lee. Uh, right there. Get it. Get it. Yeah, looking like he about six and a half months pregnant. Get it. That's Ray J. Though doing the, the dance, that was Ray J. Oh, you didn't see one two one time? Right. Get it. Get it. I'm sure Princess was like, I want to have another baby with him. As Why? She's he on got that. a dad? <laughs> he looked like very. It did. It did. Uterus and her ovaries just really ache. Um, and then plus the singing on top of that. The only good singing he did was wait a minute, wait a minute, and that's more talking. That's a minute, but um, I love how I was about to call her Moesha. I love how Brandy threw him under the bus the next day, only because she knew that she was about to make the appearance with Jack Carlo at the BT Awards, um, rapping, which I was like, when was that ever a thing? Brandy acting like she's like MC Light or something in the show, but it was good. It was good. She needs to eat a couple, but good to her. Hella vegan, but she needs to do something. Like that, the, that thigh gap is just ridiculous. Oh my ridiculous. gosh. I feel so out of date. Like I am not in, in the times because I don't keep up. Me too. I don't I watch everything. Up. My attention span is like 10, 15 minutes at this point after watching a year and a half of, of just YouTube. Um, but yeah, I catch everything because I do not support BEBC. Like that is just that's yeah, I mean, not like it. Like, yeah. That's why getting our place and having a podcast like this, where we can just entertain people but also educate, is imperative. Um, and look, here I go again with just another smooth segue. So. Before we talk about or allow you to have the spotlight, have the floor, um, and you know, wrap up this fantastic episode, we are going to talk about some of the extra uses. Every episode now, I want to just provide a little bit of education about how we can utilize the entire plant. Um, just like, you know, we recycle, we have that plastic bottle, we want to give back, you know, to, to what we're doing. This is a wondrous plant and it has endless, endless benefits and things that you can do with it. So. For example, if you make your own, um, if you uh, decarb your own flour and, you know, make your own edibles or, you know, make a tincture or salve or whatever it may be, the pulp that you use or that you strain after that can be used. Again, don't just throw it away. Freeze it and you can use it in smoothies, just like you would throw in greens, kale and all that good stuff, throw it into the smoothie. Um, and it has the benefit of the coconut oil, for example, if you are infusing coconut oil or sunflower oil or whatever, so you're getting those benefits and a lot of good omega um, 
the fatty acids, the good, good fats, um, which is something else that comes from the plant. So just don't just throw them all away, okay? Utilize it. Um, you can make ice cream. Anything that you think that you can, that you can make when you get frozen spinach, and then you go ahead and you throw it in a pasta or whatever. Same thing that you can do with its own pulp, um, which is kind of funny because it looks more like mulch, but it is pulp. So the more you know, that is my recommendation for usage. So Charity, is there any special, you know, extra step that you utilize the plant for? Is there anything that you do? Is it just a, you elevate with it? You have any, any extra you know, um, I know, I guess just the topicals. I never really okay. realized how much the topicals really are effective in different ways, like a skin rash, kind of like aloe vera. Yep. You know how you would turn to aloe vera for different things like that? You, I didn't realize that you could use topicals, you know, like CBD and hemp in those forms. I started using them on myself in different ways because I do have eczema and I was like seeing results like immediately it felt like like for real i was like yo like i really need to you know <laughs> step my game up because it's so much to learn like ever since i got into the industry i just i was just a regular girl back in the day smoke with my cousins you know that's how i started smoking type of thing and i didn't really over time i did understand that it was helping me cope with ptsd and my depression but I still didn't really know to the effect of like the medicinal uses behind it really until I became a medicinal patient, which was like, mm -hmm. I think 2000, two, what, 2018 maybe somewhere around okay. there. Right. And then that's when I was like, knew that aspect from personal use, but yeah. I definitely would say don't, don't throw the topicals under the bus, <laughs> you know? And then take on other forms of therapy yeah. too, like profile. Yeah. And it's all, like you said, you changed your way of eating. So it's all, it's all um, a change in you and your understanding with food and then, but understanding your body and what, you know, what it's telling you. So um, mm -hmm. was that kind I of your- I think that's the important key of amongst mm -hmm. everything is the awareness of what your body's telling you right yes because yeah. i know a lot of times people push nutrition and i know we're kind of segueing off a subject but just really quickly oh. like people push nutrition but your body may like everybody can't be vegan because your mm -hmm. body right and your dna dna may real may need meat that's just yeah. what it is and yeah. it's so it's just listening to your body and maybe taking things in smaller portions or knowing what's best for your body at the end of the day. That's what I stress. And it's scary for people. Your body. It's scary. And then it is cost effective to eat in certain ways. So there's so many things that deter people. But teaching them something that's attainable and teaching them like, hey, you can grow this plant and start utilizing it to, you know, to have better gut health or, you know, use this tincture. I mean, I tell people all the time when i'm doing demos and education if you're getting a tincture you need to take this just like you take a vitamin like every day you need to allow it to work with your body and i kind of like dumb it down to like a cartoon i say allow it to just like swim around your body find the inflammation of the problem and then allow it to fix it you know fix it but it's not going to be immediate so it's just, you know it's kind of the same thing which you know um there's probiotics that they want you to buy you know uh, 
um, mm-hmm. yogurt that they want you to buy for six, seven dollars. I'm like, hey, you just need a six pack of these a week. And it's like, all right, is that, but there's no other way for somebody to, you know, take care of that. And of course there is plant health, you know, and we all know sativa is the strongest, the best plant that there is. Um, good power flower. So um, the hubby, the hubby, the hubby is, you know, keeping me time check. So we are nearing um, way past what I said I wanted to do. But when you're in good conversation, you can't help it. But like I said, you know, the purpose of having you on here was one to just to show the power of two women of color in the industry um, and to show the, like I said, I don't want to say the, it's more than a friendship, but definitely the sisterhood that's there because we've talked outside of, you know, of anything to do with this. And it's attainable what we both see that we can do. You know, it's very attainable. And it's not anything where we're like, let's be the next big, you know, celebrities of marijuana. It's more, let's make the change that and take the little steps that need to, you know, need to occur. Um, I think your achievement at this year's, um, you know, Bud Tender Awards, it's a great stepping stone for you to be able to continue to make waves. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and what led you to being uh, nominated and then ultimately just win it girl, just sweep it. <laughs> that, wow. My, my career background is medical billing and coding. So it's very in the healthcare aspect. And, and the, when you become a biller and a coder, you understand the business aspect mm-hmm. of healthcare, right? And it was like, whoa, this sir. 90% of doctors want money. You know what I'm saying? They're not really caring for these something patients. Else we have so, in common, by the way, I have that background as well. So something else we had in common, let's see. Right, you know, yes, ma'am. Started a whole business behind it. Uh, was very lucrative. And that's when I just realized money, you know, bought every I money, whatever. I, I made it type of life, right? And I was like, yeah. this don't make me happy. This is not impacting mm-hmm. my life. I don't have a purpose. It doesn't, I don't feel good when I wake up. It's just stressful all over again, right? And so Mm -hmm. it's very short lived. And so it it made me start thinking deeper within myself of what I wanted, because at the time it was more of, um, I had got pregnant, you know, I had a daughter. I didn't want to be that mom working at McDonald's. No disrespect to mothers, you know, like on section eight and food stamps because the system is there to help. But I felt like that was something that would keep me in that poverty level like right so I didn't want to get stuck in there so I was like I gotta find a way you know I wanted to I was in a not in a good situation with my daughter's father and that's how I got into the field and it really changed that was my spiritual awakening of breaking generational curses and learning unlearning to relearn right because in medical field you learn the anatomy of the body and at the time I had two teachers representation matters. The first teacher, not disregarding her method, was very great. She was a white woman, but the second teacher was a black woman. And it was the way that she carried herself, her influence, and she gave me a lot of outside, um, like school material to learn. That's what really helped me to see bigger. And so that's where the passion comes in is I learned that I'm a people person and I love having deep, meaningful conversations. So the healthcare was no longer giving that 
at all. You know, I had mm -hmm. ran its course. I had done every single level to having my own business, you know, so it was like I tapped out and I was like, well, medical, uh, we became recreational here. And I was like, well, I love smoking weed, you know, so <laughs> how can I I'm a people person, you know, I was like, I could do retail again, kind of. And it was more of me, how I could take it to more of an educational level. So to be able to take my background from the healthcare and understand illnesses and diagnosis and symptoms and being able to, I feel like help now, you know, put a natural cure to something that I so that I love that I've been doing for so long and learning so much along the way with myself. Yeah. So sorry to interrupt, but I want to ask a question really yes. quick. So when you realize that all those years of working a job that was unfulfilling and you were just going through the motions because you felt an obligation to, you had a child, you're, you know, you're single, you know, you, you got to do what you got to do, which many of us do. When did you, or when you realized that all of that meant something, like all of that had a purpose to get you where you are now, how did that feel? Because I've, everything that you're describing, well, I've been there. Like, I know exactly what you mean. Um, so I wanted to know what, you know, that moment of clarity, like how that felt to you, or, or do you remember the moment that you, it became clear to you, that was, like, oh, she went through it for a reason. That was when, that was the award. I won that award for being myself. Like, that's why it was hard, I guess, to be like, everyone talked about what a big award that it was, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I felt like I didn't do enough to achieve that, to be honest, you know, when I got nominated, I literally- humble. You were huh? very, very humble. You, I said, you were very humble, um, you know, that night. I like, you know, you stand there with a big check. Like, how many of us are ever going to get one of those big checks ever? But big check, prizes, you know, um, you came and you kicked it and you had a good time. You, were, you, you know, you didn't, you could tell that you hadn't processed it yet, but it's just your energy was so humble and so gracious that it made it so much more enjoyable, enjoyable for me to witness that and to, to see that you were, you know, that you were experiencing that. So, you know, very... I mean, that's a success, bro. You should talk about it all the time. I would wear a t-shirt. I, I should. <laughs> I think for me, the money aspect is, again, when I started my business, I was damn near broke, girl. I was about to get evicted, all kind of shit. And I had to make a way. And I started my medical business with my mind. So that became the power of one, knowing who I was, just mm -hmm. who, I, who I was, you know? Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. changed my life in six weeks. So that's why I said money means nothing. You know, I went from $2,400 to $14,000 in six weeks with right. my mind. That's literally how I think about it. So the process for me wasn't, I'm here for the prizes. It was like, wow, these, I felt seen, right? For me, yeah. <laughs> like right. who I am in the inside, not anything else, you know, or what I carry. And that's what and the impact about the perfect. nomination process and who nominated you. Like it's made up of... The consumers. I still don't know. Community. See, that's it's that's and that's what is a, a fantastic thing. Like somebody thought enough of you, whatever experience. So you had one chance experience or whatever with somebody that made them take their time out of their day, which a lot of people don't do unless it has to do with them to nominate oh, to nominate you. You're like you touched them enough. Like it could have been somebody who maybe just got diagnosed, you know, with something and 
you help them to be able to, like I said, live the quality of life that they saw, you know, see fit so, or saw fit. So. Real quick. Yeah. You know, that's why I loved my job. People complimented me all the time about how helpful I was and this and that, but I was just really being myself. That I'm from a small town, so I'm big on community. Like we're mm -hmm. big on lifting, offering a hand when you can. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I feel like as in the generation that I am, you have the millennials who are growing up with strictly technology and then you mm -hmm. have the olders who don't know. So I'm gonna take the extra 10, 15 minutes to help this yeah. older customer set up his loyalty account so he can start accumulating his points because he comes yeah. in every, you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. that yeah. to me is community. Like that's somebody's grandpa, you know? Yeah. Why not help them save money? with this system. You want to make it as welcoming as it is for them to go into the pharmacy and get, you know, the 30 pills They're, per day. Uh, you know, it's you want to make it just as welcoming for them to go ahead and go, you know, Clara or whatever. I don't know why I chose that name, but I'm about to go get, you know, about to go get some gummies. And I think the best feeling is that, like, that's the largest, I think, population or part of our population right now is like baby boomers, if I'm not mistaken. Um, for real. It really that's is. That's why you see so many 55 plus communities being built. Like you're like, oh, that looks like a good apartment, and they're like, no, 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 it's not no, for no, you. Seriously. But that's the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Health problems are on the rise oh, yes. because of the environmental yeah. crisis. Yeah. Right? That part too, and, and so then the environmental yeah. crisis. No, absolutely. Crisis, which is not. It don't even call it environmental crisis. It's an earth crisis. Yeah. yeah. Because it's all these things that are interrelated. So as people become more ill. They're going to need more plant-based medicine yeah. because, let's be true, a pharmaceutical is just not accessible to no. the plant. No. They're not accessible to everybody as those health inequities keep coming up, and they're not I mean, so, and to see an influx, I know for you, you know, being, how, how, like yeah, I know, I know you had a question for me before oh. I asked mine. Oh, my question was just, so do you just work with your clients and, and give them your records? Yeah, so you're in the storefront, right? And how long were you there um, at that at that um, dispensary? Uh, I was there for 11 months. And wow. so, yes, I was a bud tender. Uh, sometimes I did do receptionist. But it was, to be honest, if, over time, it felt like the customers became my friends. Mm -hmm. because it mm -hmm. wasn't it wasn't a transaction like i'm having yeah. conversations with them i'm not just like hey what's up what you trying to get you know yeah. like yeah. i'm like you know i gauge i feel their energy engaged where they're at you know mm -hmm. some people are really shy and just don't know what to ask sometimes or don't yeah. know until you tell them so it was just more so learning getting yeah. the person knowing the person and, and what their needs were not what my recommendations are what I personally think they should take, it's what I think will best sit, suit them, you know? Yeah. And if it takes 15 minutes, it takes 15 minutes you, because you're going to see them. Sometimes we would be in there for an hour. Yeah. Don't let me get a couple of two new new customers because we're oh. having a whole show. It's a show, like, you know, but that's, that's that engagement. Favorite. That's what's going to bring people back or especially when it's their first time and they've never even partake mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. that's gonna help them feel comfortable you want them to feel comfortable i didn't realize how there's so many people who are still like 
Yeah, you know, I've been smoking for so long yeah. and it's been yeah. legal in so many areas. I'm ignorant to thinking like people, it's, you know, this is normal, but no, I walk into the store with a shirt like oh, this and folks are still like, yeah, yeah. But just that whole idea, or for example, somebody trying to, you know, dose them or, you know, and gave them a brownie and they freaking had a bad, you know, experience. So experience, now they yes. Are, like they know that it's good for them. They know it helps their back or their hip or whatever else, but they don't want the same thing, you know? And I love to see the range of customers. You know, I do, I'm brand educator. So I work very closely with bud tenders. I go in and look, I pretty much hand the customer off to you, you know, if they come in. So even if you, my products, whatever I'm representing, they're not for you. Let's go ahead and find something that's for you. So I, you know, I take pride in a lot of um, knowing a lot of different products and a lot of different brands. Mm -hmm. And like you said, just getting to know them and just, you know, kind of talking to them and they'll tell you, you know, oh, well, my nephew slipped me something one day and it was like this little gummy thing. And, you know, I was stuck in my chair watching Matlock for seven hours, mm -hmm. but I felt good the next day. So it's just, it's about listening skills. And like you said, you're in retail and I think customer service and of course doing medical, you know, you have to be um, alert and attentive to detail. So um, and educating. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, what would you say, how would you rank education in, in importance? Like if it was, it's you know, the out of most important. It's yeah, always number one. It's the most important because what people don't know, don't know. Like there's people that come in every day, like you said, oh, my nephew gave me this brownie and I was, because he took a whole hundred milligram brownie. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't the proper dosage for him. And that's them not knowing what they don't know. So it's not knocking recreational, right? Because people do want to have fun, but you still have to have the educational behind it now because there's so many different elements. It's not just you smoking a joint, you know? Edibles are going to hit people differently. Tinctures mm -hmm. are going to hit people differently. There's so many vapes are going to hit people differently. They're not for everybody medically, you know? And so yeah. it's important to know that. So I'm always going to say education, education, because you're putting this into your body. So it's just like yeah. any other medicine. It's just like you talk about pills. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's some brands out here that I will not sell. <laughs> like for real, because I think they're shit. <laughs> healthy for you some plants that you know you can only eat in moderation, or you you know, will trip out. Or you know, mushrooms, for example. You know, you gotta learn how mm -hmm. to be able to use that in moderation, or you're gonna trip the fuck out. Um, so I wanted to ask, who would you say is out of an older um, patient, or somebody that's just like 21 and they like kind of smoked in high school and they're like, but now I graduated, I I really want to start utilizing it, you know, better. Who would you say is your favorite to educate? Would it be the younger one or would it be, you know, um, Bob, who has been married to Claire for 62 years and, you know, he wears his socks up to his knees and short shorts and, you know, <laughs> when he comes that's in and talks to you about everything. You know, that's a tough one because I would probably have to say the younger generation and mm -hmm. The reason being is because they're more receptive mm -hmm. to new information. And a lot of times they're kind of already aware as mm -hmm. older people, sometimes they're, they're stuck in their ways, you know, yeah. and it's, I've been smoking weed since I was two, 
You know, yeah, what can you yeah. tell me about it? Like type of energy. Our, our and weed in the 70s smells like it's nothing like this. It's not, don't talk about the weed in the 70s. You are not ready. You are not ready. But yeah, you're right. Um, but I mean, I, I so, like, but it's not that I don't respect that. It's just, you can teach me that, but here is our new age. Can I teach you a little? You see what I'm saying? It's that balance. I feel like yeah, that sometimes can be the same. I, I agree with you. It's, it's that I, I love the, when the light goes on. Um, especially when you're talking to both ages or whatever, or especially about microdosing or, you know, introducing now there's drinks and, you know, now there's other form of, you know, food, there's barbecue sauce and there's this and there's that. And as it continues to grow, you know, you don't want somebody that gets the munchies, looks over and see, you know, and sees the freaking ketchup and next thing they know they're chugging, you know. So it's interesting to tell somebody from fresh from college or just smoking recklessly like, this is how it actually works with you. Don't come in here and buy the cookies or whatever the brand is, you know, and first of all, spend $85 on weed that's really not good. What is your wellness out of it? Like, I really like to break it down to them and I go, why, what do you do? You know, why do you do it? A lot of them actually have good reasons, like wellness reasons, you know, um, especially ones who have worked straight out of high school and they do like more labor work or, you know, something like that. Like, they really do have a good reason. And when they understand when that light bulb goes off like oh well, shit all right so it's not me it's more than me just getting high all right so this is this is something that i can continue to do but you know grow to understand it and utilize it best so i can definitely i definitely see you know um your standpoint there i would always think for and i've never asked that question but i've always kind of thought it to myself i would think the older people because they seem so um thankful and gracious that they're going to be able to make a change in, in a lifestyle that they didn't think they were ever going to because they've been taking pills for 30 years. So they never saw an end to it. And yeah, and, and because they're now they're starting to get negative about medical and they're not really, they never really trusted doctors, but now especially, you know, and they can't get their medical, you can't get their pills because of the cost. And so they move a little bit more out of anger and disbelief, but they're also ready for the change. Like deep down, they always were kind of like, what are they saying on CNN about the weed? Mm, that's what it can do. You know, so. You know, well, that's so why I like, say this. It, it's important, like the gap, because the way that you broke it down makes sense to me, right? Because it that is true. You see there, they're like, yeah. I believe what you're saying on that aspect. For me, I come a lot of, across a lot of younger kids, though, that do come in that are like, I can't sleep. I have social anxiety, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. that are kind of already self have self-diagnosed yep. or are, you know what I mean? So that's what I mean as them being receptive, whereas the older generation it is a little more different, but they do want it as you're, they do want yeah. it. You're right. Yeah. I and I will that. give you kudos because they are very aware of not wanting to become addicted to the ADHD medicine or whatever else or well, the depression medicine. A good amount of them, I'm not going to say all of them, but a good amount of them are a little more aware. And unfortunately, I think it's because they probably have lost somebody or they've had, you know, a personal negative experience. So I, I find older people want to connect to their prior knowledge. Where young people are like, okay, I do this, but I'm ready to learn something Right, where an older person is a little more uh, attached to what mm -hmm. they already know, mm -hmm. and so they really need to acknowledge that as a part of the process, more so before you 
forward and give them new information. Yeah, first, you know, connect with them on their prior knowledge. Yeah. So it's just it's just it's, it's mind games, right? <laughs> right? right. Like, no, and and that's pretty much what I was trying to say. You know, the way yeah. she's, it's more it's of a process. Yeah. Right. A different process. You you, they, you have to gain their trust. That's that's, mm -hmm. that's how I feel. You have to gain their trust because yeah. these doctors and you know and all this medication and their nephews just giving them brownies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you do I have to gain their yeah. trust. Yeah. yeah. Doctors well, but their friend in their book club or who they golf with, they've been using it and they've been talking about how their knee feels better. And so exactly. why am I tired? But um, yeah, it is. It's, it's rewarding because you know that you're making a change in allowing somebody to just like I said, live an elevated quality of life and whatever they saw fit for themselves. You know, we all have a vision of what it's going to be like when we're, you know, middle age or later. And so for people to be able to actually see that come to fruition. And if that's just through a, a slight change of, you know, using a plant, like what a flower, that's well, not, you know, it's, it's like pretty important. For the aging and geriatric, I've, I've been working with old I was 19, <laughs> and I've been around old ass people my whole life. And I'm going to tell you, like, I hope to be one of them. Mind and, it, yeah. You know, I can honestly say that I think it's going to be like the golden road. And look at Betty Davis. <laughs> or not Betty Davis, Betty White. Betty White said she ate a hot dog, took, like, took a shot of vodka, and occasionally she said she dibbled and dabbled. Um, and then she would always, like, talk about Snoop. I think Snoop, like, got her high or something one day, her and Martha. Um, but yeah, so we are like, just keep talking. It's so fun. But so tell us, you, you were working 11 months. You found out, how did you find out about your nomination and how soon or close was it to the actual, um, award show? So I started in July, um, of last year and I got nominated, I think in September wow. and it was on Instagram. So to be honest, I thought it was fake y'all. I thought it was a spam. You know what I'm saying? They was like, click here to confirm. But uh -huh. I went to the page and it seemed so legit, right? So I was like, mm -hmm. so I clicked the link and I looked at the website and I'm like, you know, I could scope out some spam, right? But I'm like, well, I'm gonna try it. So I, you know, I put the information in and sure enough, yeah. they started sending me things and then they told me the award and I went and I saw it and I was like, I was just took him back. Like, damn, uh -huh. you know, like, uh -huh. It wasn't a Your Choice Award. It was an OG. So I was like, who did that? You know, like, shit. So I was honored. I started posting about it. I'm like, yo, I read through it a little bit and, you know, saw all that, it, what it was. And I was like, I'm going to make it. And that was, that was the goal. And then October, my mother passed away. So obviously, you know, you know, life gets flipped upside down. And to be mm -hmm. honest, that mm -hmm. was the last thing I was thinking about. I wasn't worried about that at all. And wow. um, every Wednesday, there's a, a group out here called MEDA. It's the Marijuana Inter Inter International Trade Association, I believe. And they wow. have um, these events every third Wednesday of the month where the cannabis community gets together. They network. Vendors mm -hmm. have, you know, different brands have the stuff. They network. And Mara... And Amanda were there from the G4 Live on a day my the dispenser I was working for asked me to work at that event the same day, right? It was like last minute. Listen, when I talk about divine intervention, yeah. this is just how yeah. I feel. Mm -hmm. So I got there yeah. and the crowd phases and I see the butt turner sign and I'm like, 
yo, that's the company I thought was fake. You know, basically I'm like, so they come to the table and I'm like, yo, are you with the buttoners thing? And so they're shocked that I know who they are. And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I was like, I was nominated for an award. And Mara's like, what did you fill out the X, Y, and Z? So I'm telling her about the award. And she's like, well, did you do this? And I'm like, girl, I didn't do nothing. She looked at me, she was like, you need to get your shit together. Right. You know? And I was just <laughs> taken back because, not for nothing, right? Like, because Mara's a white woman and yeah, yeah. there's there's a history of things. I just, yeah. I took her, I received her energy. Like, I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. shit, girl. Like, okay, like, just, for okay. real. Yeah. Like, it was like, uh, it was like out of love. That's how I felt. Like, yeah. it was no shade. Yeah. Like, she just told me what came with the event. And basically, like, girl, you're missing out just for having a nomination, you know? And so I was like, well, let me get my shit together, right? So right. I started, I submitted the information they needed and I just started posting about it. And next thing you know, I was getting nominated for more shit. And it was just like, it started to become overwhelming because you have to think this is April and the event is what, in May? Yeah, yeah, yeah beginning of May, yeah. You know, May. like, yeah. it's like, so that's a short amount of time. It's like March, I think I met her, March or April, and then from that time and then I went. So it was just like, <laughs> And that is always gonna be a part of the story. The universe will tell you things that you already know. Um, and that is how the universe lets you know, like stop playing, you you know what's going on. I know you've been through a tough time, but it's right. not play play time, like it's for real. Like it's not a test. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that message and having her come, just that coincidence, just that happenstance, which was not, even so much of a happenstance of coincidence, it was once again, you know, planned. Uh, That's how I feel. Because just jumping into the industry, you know, I took, not demolished my business. It was like, I'm leaving this for retail money per se, right? With the hopes to do something. And it let me know where where I stood and what I wanted to do and kind of pushed me to see the that the opportunity is there also mm-hmm. at that event. Um, and people were so loving, like yeah. you and uh, Betty, Mr. Cannabis, uh, uh, Plant Magic, I forgot her name, Nikki, I believe, I think it is. Just yeah. the love that was received. And just from everybody, to be honest, yeah. the love that was received for me, I have never felt that the whole three day it event. Was good vibe. It, it was a very good it, vibe. And everybody kind of had each other's back and everybody wanted to mm-hmm. know what your level of, you know, um, involvement in the industry was. And what was so great was that a lot of people, their platform or their mission had to do with like changing the narrative, you know, yeah. uh, you know, on the advocacy side, whichever way they felt like they could or what they at least understood at the time. Um, and then people who really truly love being bud tenders and being in the industry. You know, um, I think that for a while, but Tinder's got a bad rap because there's some people who will, you know, are lazy motherfuckers and just won't do good at whatever job they do. So you kind of got a bad rap because it was just like, okay, you guys are just here to, you know, stack up my weed, sell me the biggest thing, make your numbers and get on the way. But bud tenders and brand educators, they're the storytellers. They're the ones that are setting the tone. They're the one that the ones that are helping these industries, these brands, these small mom and pop, these black, you know. Um, you know, um, people of color own businesses, it's going to help raise their brand awareness and to, you know, to keep um, their brand relevant and to not allow 
a Walmart kind of situation coming in and gobbling up the mom and dad, you know, because if this is our reparations, I say this and I strongly believe it. Um, this is our way that we're going to be able to kind of pivot and change things for our community. Um, and I definitely want to say this before I forgot, the example that you're providing for your child is tremendous and something that is always going to be remembered. Um, and I'm sure your mom is like, yeah, that, that's mine right there. So you always know that the impression and the effect that you're leaving on, you know, the people that you love is great. And even people that you don't know that well, you're inspiring and you're providing, you know, a spark for somebody else to go, you know what, screw it. I'm going to go ahead and bust it out in this bakery. But in a year, I'm, you know, I'm going to be doing what I love to do. So, you know, you should be very proud of what you've accomplished. And in such a short time, I didn't know that it was less than a year. Um, yeah. But I mean, we said one life that you changed. You obviously touched, um, you know, many for you to get, you know, continue to get nominated and then for you to win the biggest, you know, biggest accolade of the night. So I'm super proud of you. I mean, it was, it's, you have a wonderful first four chapters of your story and your journey. And I look forward to seeing the rest of them um, and to being a star. No. In all of them, but no, being support and being there for you and, you know, um, you know, taking over. Um, like the great Drake once said, um, your mind is the most powerful thing that you have and always be ready because when it happens, it's scary, but you're more ready than what you, you know, than what you know. And he just said exactly like that. He said in flows and, you know, in bars. <laughs> um, so we will, because we are definitely, we are on three hours, but I have so many more questions. Like, I just wanted to ask, you know, about your experience, how you felt there, but you definitely mentioned about the community and the, and the, the positivity. And I know even Vita said, I want to go next year. Like that was just a full vibe, you know, um, people were, it, it was so indicative of what people think people that smoke weed are. There were so many, no wonder people caught COVID because we were definitely folks was just handing over. I mean, I remember Mr. Canvas came, was like, hold out your hand and gave me the fattest nug. And I was like, thank you. Um, it was you, know. you just a family. The plant makes yeah. a community of family off yeah. top. Like, and I think yeah. it kind of feels cultish, you know, like this yeah. plant is making all these people from across the world come together. And we're just like, I'm what's up, family? Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. Not That's like cultish in a way, it. but you understand, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> No, something in common, just something that brings us together and something bigger than us. But I definitely want to be a part, you know, going back and see everybody. It was so much fun and met some really cool people. And just to know that there's people every day that have the same mission and purpose and they're putting in the same work as you, it, it's, it's what's going to keep us moving forward. So I want to thank you um, for doing what you've done. I mean, and for the lives that you've touched and just congratulate you again. And I know this will be the first of many times that I congratulate you and that others will recognize you for you know, your, your great spirit and for, um, your truthfulness. You can see that when you speak with somebody, I don't even have to be your customer. I can tell, you know, you'll take your time and walk through and answer the silly questions. And well, some of y'all have some silly questions, but Girl. those are kind of the best ones to answer. But, um, you know, what you're doing is, is like I said, is, it means so much. And just know that in the book of cannabis, in the history of cannabis, you have, a message in there like you have a footnote I mean, somebody's gonna be talking about you like they talk about madam cj walker for example 
Um, but so be very proud of yourself. Um, but yeah, no, I look forward to just continuing to collaborate with you, see your growth, um, get out there at Lake Havasu and act a fool. Um, and, um, you know, see where we go. And as we take over and when we're old ladies and rich, we can sit back and remember this three hour conversation we've had. Um, but one last thing I like to ask everybody, you have one last statement message to everybody that's your mic drop what is that message what would you like to say to everybody or what would you like to uh, be mem- how would you like to be member 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 is that right nope memory remembered remembered <laughs> thank you so much. How memorized. <laughs> your mic drop do your kanye do your kanye. my mic Let's- drop is cannabis is female i had hey. said it when i won the award and if that's the simplest terms as I could put it, right there. And we know that we are everything. Okay? But yeah, you should have actually just dropped the mic and walked off, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so this whole time, the hubby, the hubby, the hubby has been sharing her information the best way, IG and Twitter. Um, and then, you, you know, can get in contact with her. I highly recommend her, guys, if you guys have a podcast or you know, a platform that you would like a very strong voice and a award winner, um, you know, to come on and share her knowledge and her, her um, viewpoint. Perfect, perfect, perfect example. Um, after me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so. Yo, you are my first. This is my very first <laughs> podcast ever, girl. Okay. I'm probably going to look at it like I... Uh, yeah, I know I look faded. Cherry, girl. I'm high yeah. as hell, girl. And hey. so I just hope I did a good job for you. you I appreciate the blessings oh my of God. having me on your show. <laughs> you being you and taking time out of your, your night to be on here, that is, you know, that's enough. And like I said, I was just gracious that you were like, let's do it. Um, but girl, you think you look high. I just said memorized. I just I might as well just said irregular or, you know, irrelevant. That's, that's the word. That's another word. But as huh? I, irrelevant is a word. That's why then I just said no. Irrelevant is not a word. Irregular. Irre- irregardless is not a word. That's what I said. Irrelevant is a word. I said irregardless. <laughs> okay, cool. Listen, yeah, we're gonna go with that. Now you need to get the. That's what I said from the Goonies because you just don't be hearing me right, and I know I'm saying the right word. Boobies. So, that's or a booby trap. That's what booby, I said. Booby trap. Yes, and if you guys don't know Goonies, if you're clueless right now, I don't know what you're doing with yourselves. Um, you said you've never seen Goonies. I was about to. I was about to. You guys were about to see friendship break up right on like. It's not the way you're like get out of No. All right, guys. I appreciate you spending time with us. I hope that you know you enjoyed this as much as I did, even more, which I doubt you did because I this was a good this was a good time. I am. Um, very pleased that things worked out the way that they worked out. And, um, you know, it was, it was meant to be that we had this great conversation and able to share your story. So please, anytime you want to come back on and just talk, come on, Matt, girl. You know, come on. <laughs> Let's have a good time. But awesome. everybody, please connect with her, support, you know, what she's doing. Um, if you're out there in Arizona, go, you know, shout her out. When you see her out, be like, what up? What up, OG medallion winner? You know, OG Medal, that would be your name. Do that. OG Medal? No, don't do that. that. I want everybody to stay elevated. And remember, we are going to educate, eradicate, and elevate 
with the Mary Jane Maven. And of course, you all. Love you so much. I appreciate you guys spending time. And I'll holla. Peace.